Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing very, very, very well uh, after last night. I know you have to be doing well, or at least relatively well. Uh, Andy, I, I, I was going to initially begin uh, the episode by playing that song uh, Budapest by, I don't even know who it's by. I'm terrible with uh, with modern with, with the modern songs. I don't even know if that is considered modern, but anyway, uh, because that is what I'm feeling. I, I wanted to begin. Uh, I wanted to begin with that because for the first time, maybe ever, I, I feel as if we should call our shot and and say that it's happening, right? It's happening. Roma oh my god. Can we can we <laughs> no. do it or or is this like no. a, I don't know, man. You the purge like, of another level. Last last year you said you were going to the conference league final and you and ended I ended up, up stranded, in the Swiss Alps. Yes. Stranded in, in Zurich airport for uh, 14 <laughs> hours. So I if I were you calling the shots would be the last thing I'd consider doing in oh, this situation. Um it's it's definitely i mean it's it's looking good it feels good um but it's it's far from over you know so it's, so uh, it was 1 to 0 and i understand it's 1 to 0 yeah yes and, and i understand obviously the 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 hesitation trepidation of uh, anybody willing to to get uh, get out and jump ahead of this quickly um i i understand that the patron chat they they were they were very hesitant too because I, I after my match, my post match reaction, I posted that song called Budapest. Uh, speaking of which, very quickly, thank you to our newest patron over at Patreon, Bobby Mangiarelli, which is a fantastic, fantastic surname. Uh, Bobby, thank you so much for your support and also to the support of all of our other wonderful patrons. If you want to get the early access to episodes, extra episodes, and a bunch of other things, Patreon dot com slash Roma press. Anyway, getting back to my thought, I, I, I have such a great feeling after last night, because again, it's, it's one goal, it, it one goal. And had it not been for our favorite, uh, Canadian Brian Cristante with that fantastic goal line clearance, we, we are looking at an entirely different scenario. I understand that. Um, Almost felt like one of those Carles Puyol saves. You know? Yes, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> when I saw Ibanez and Rui Patricio run into each other, I thought only at IS Roma could a goal like that in a European semifinal happen. Because I thought that oh, here it comes. Because it looked like it looked like 
you know, the that very old television show, The Three Stooges, it, it basically mm-hmm. looked like a gag, a, 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 a fake like action the way they ran into each other you thought okay that sure can't be real that can't actually be happening in europe no but we final. we've seen worse we've seen worse we've, seen, we've seen we have seen worse we have we've seen, seen worse. worse and we've seen those go in so this time it was a pleasant surprise that we were spared the misery of uh of conceding such a stupid goal in the 80th minute you know as yeah i thought that was about to eclipse the the, the penalty of florenzi yeah. where he doesn't exactly i was about to say that i was ever. about to say i, I was obvious. about to mention yes, yes i was about to mention alessandro florenzi with porto doing the most uh i i don't bizarre making the most bizarre decision ever taken by a player that uh, was a captain at the time so it um yesterday felt good because of that because you finally you know you saw and i can understand you know the fact that the confidence the confidence probably comes from the fact that we're we're one nil up, right? And uh, this is a Mourinho side, and it's a it's a Mourinho side that has has been there before. They've been there there last year. They they know that there is only one game left, and you're in the final. They can smell it. So I think the confidence comes from the fact that we're dealing with a team that knows the the sort of the what it takes to get where they want to get to. Um, we're not talking about a team that is trying this for the first time. Are they going to, you know, are they going to react? Are they going to be passive? We know, and we've seen it even this year with Real Sociedad, where you have to go into the opponent's house and, and sort of hold the fort. We've seen them do it. So that is the reason to have um, the confidence that I assume you have. Yeah, and beyond that too, I I know that one to zero obviously does not instill for most the utmost level of, of belief, confidence, whatever you want to call it. We have to remember though, and this is the part that I think of last night it, it excited me the most, made me the most happy. Andy, they they did that with the team, a a, a, a team held together with duct tape. They did that with the team. Literally, that, yeah. Yeah, Literally. I, I, with, I mean, with, uh, with Andrea Belotti still having uh, uh, his rib fractured and uh, having, I think he has like the little, like a little body protection underneath right, the right. jersey to support himself. Uh, you're, you're, you know, you're playing with Dybala who may come on for like 10 minutes on fumes, you know, and you have Ginny Wijnaldum with a, a cameo appearance. And I mean, you, you, you know, you're praying to have for Smalling maybe for the return leg, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, his people, by the way, um, because much like the people of uh, Paulo Dybala, they, or and Jose Mourinho too. They they talk when they uh, when they feel like it or there's something to put out there. Uh, they are hopeful uh, that he will be there. Um, they think he can recover in time. Of course, they're talking now because uh, his renewal is coming. But as you just said, I, I mean, they're doing this without smalling. We got to pray. I mean, what did Dybala play last night? He came on uh, right before the 80th, right? So you, you got, what, tw- uh, 12 minutes from him? Just something like that, yeah. And and you're looking without, you know, you're, you're playing with Cristante as a center back. You're playing without uh, El Shirawi off the bench. Uh, you you have to rely on Volve, which is a good thing, but it's also it also shows you 
the kind of situation you're in. Um, so I just, you know, it's just for me, it's uh, definitely it it adds it adds depth to an important victory. The the awareness that we did it with a limited roster against a dangerous team. Uh, may not have been the greatest performance of the season. I think we've seen even better ones. But the importance of it at this time, at this point in time, after a series of of bad results in Serie A, is uh, is crucial to me. It's uh, that like the fact that you are able to get to this European competition and still have that energy and still show me that you care about it with all the injuries, with the fatigue accumulating and stuff. So, that really matters to me perhaps even more than the result itself you know like i'm 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 thrilled when i see this roma still give give so much on the pitch despite all those circumstances it just they you know they they basically feed off the crowd and then they feed the crowd with even more with even more of a reason to cheer them on and so it was nice to see this kind of reaction after what it was four uh, games without a win in in Serie A, so right. That's the fact that they did it, even just by winning one to to nil, is uh, is in itself a testament to to the spirit of this team. It's very important. It, it should not be disregarded so easily as we head into you know Bologna and then the return like this. The the fact that European semi final. Uh, with a limited roster, you can't even rely on Ola Solbeck and who is fit because of uh, financial fair play restrictions preventing him from being included in the Wi-Fi list. Um, you're still able to do it. You know, you're still able to go out there, compete, and get a win. Uh, grind it out. The fact that you grind out a win in these circumstances uh, to me is very impressive. Well, extremely impressive. As you just said, the limited resources, even from the bench, do we want to talk about the level of uh, irony of Bove being the one to score after uh, Justin Mourinho basically says, well, when I got here, this guy was supposed to be playing. Where, where? Triestina. Triestina. Serie C. I was about yeah. to say Volgia. Uh, but, no, right. Triestina. No, no, let's not, let's not do that to him. No, no, no Triestina. Triestina. <laughs> yes. Let's, let's, yes. let's stick to Triestina. Yes. Oh, gosh. Uh, you're right on board. Okay, so, <laughs> I, I mean, the goal, by the way, I, I know it's one of those goals, and I said this in my post-match reaction, it, it, it looks like to 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 perhaps just the casual supporter the casual football uh football fan that finish looks relatively easy but man i i don't know right. what it would have was that the composure he has the balance the he looked incredibly measured um and the fact he did it with his left foot he did it directly off the rebound I mean everything about and the and the fact and the fact yeah and the fact that he himself he came up with it you know he he drove the ball into the opponent's area and he got the pass to Tammy Abraham he got the shot off it was it was all his initiative that's that's what we've been waiting for you know with with this with this uh, offensive struggles that we've had the fact that our our attackers can't seem to score. All season long, it seems like we've been waiting for that extra man to come off in a situation and score. And Emmanuel Matic is not going to do it. 
Brian Cristante, even though I believe he could do it, doesn't do it because he's not in a position to do so. Pellegrini, you know, has been on and off. Um, the, the next goal scorer, El Sharawi, he's uh, he's out. So you need somebody. And I'm glad that Bove did that. That happens on his own initiative. Then it helps that Tammy Habram holds up the ball beautifully, gets that shot off, doesn't, you know, go has forces the goalkeeper to react. And then Bove does brilliant to, to get it on the first touch. But it shows that you need those moments of clarity. You need those moments of individual brilliance and initiative. You don't have to be the greatest player on earth to want to score, to want to create that situation in the first place. Because uh, if you look at that action, how it comes about, Bovic, it doesn't, you know, it's not about a technique. It's not, it's about willingness. You know, he goes at the opponent. He, he forces them to back away from him. He dribbles past them. He gets that pass off to Abraham. And, and so to me, even if he hadn't scored, that in itself shows you uh, exactly that what the kind of thing that you need when you want to win these games is that willingness, willingness to take a risk, willingness to 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 be more imaginative. You know, obviously there is a game plan, there is a playbook, yes, but you also want to see those those little sparks that then like last night you think oh here's Bova you know here's Bova taking the ball up to to the opponent's area what's he going to do with it he gives he shows you his range that's what he's doing yeah exactly i i thought uh, i thought he was superb last night i thought matic was i mean unbelievable i still Harken back every time I see him put in a, a good performance. I, I harken back to last summer of how many people were un, unexcited, unmoved, and even uh, criticized the uh, the arrival of Matic uh, simply because of his age. I, I, I mean, I watch the way he performed last night, and it, it, it may not jump off of uh, off of the screen to you. I, I just thought he was such a steady presence. Um, in the midfield, I, I thought he did very, very, very well. Cristante again, fantastic. Yeah, I want Cristante deserves his own segment. You know, yes, he does. I, I mean, superb. With all the crap that he's been getting over the years. Now that he's performing, and he's performing not even at the top level, but he's just the fact that, that versatility of his that we've known him for is exactly on full display. Play and I want to acknowledge that. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I mean, we we have mentioned that the number of times he he's a very easy guy to 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 meme on, so to speak, simply because. And this is the other thing I said in my post. He's Canadian. <laughs> well, no, oh, come on, man. He he does not look like your typical uh, high level athlete. Like if you just look at this guy, and this is exactly as I described him. And he looks like the the vendors. If you've been to any any of the Serie stadiums, uh, the Olimpico, wherever, okay, you have all of uh, all of the vendors outside of the stadium. You can find all of the wonderful scarves and knockoff uh, uh, fake uh, fake kits that you can get for a third of the price. But uh, the uh, the crest of Roma looks like uh, it was hand drawn by by a six year old. Uh, he looks like one of those guys. He is the most unassuming, 
presence you can think of. He does not look like an athlete in any way, shape, or form. And that is no knock on him, if anything. That is the highest of compliments because the fact he is able to be so, I mean, to say uh, versatile does not do him justice. And you know, anytime we use this term for a player, it is a curse because essentially it means they suck in every role. And you know exactly what I'm about to say because it, because it was the go-to phrase of every single uh, La Gazeta dello Sport article which defended Alessandro Florenzi when they would use this very specific term to describe him. Jolly. Oh, yes. Il jolly. Il yes. jolly. Yeah. Which I is, know, I know, I know, I know. He's jolly, you know the the guy that you put him anywhere on the pitch, and he's gonna do you know the the homework. He's gonna do the little job that you ask him of. But um, is he gonna do it well? Well, that's that's another that's another discussion. You would think it was a, a term of endearment, but the way it is used, at least in relation to the context of Roma. It basically means this guy sucks and we can't find a role for him, so we put him out there wherever. But, I mean, I don't know what more to say about this guy because you bring it up all the time. I mean, he comes to Roma after having nearly hit double-digit goals in the league with Atalanta, being on the Bangs Bowl uh, uh, program and supplement supplements, I should say, the pharmacy. Comes to Roma doesn't play anything even remotely resembling uh, in which he uh, a role in which he played at Atalanta. He's playing uh, defensive midfield. He, he's playing uh, he's playing Metzala. He's he's playing as a defender. He's he's essentially playing every single possible position and except the one at which he had his career uh, his highest career totals in terms of goal scored which is the most Roma thing of all time. But as as you mentioned, and I've maligned the guy, I'm not going to run from it. Everybody did. Everybody yes. has, yeah. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say about him that hasn't already been said. I, the thing is, I, I know we don't use, like using that word, but the fact that the just the mere idea of being able to plug this guy in and I have to tell you, when I see uh, see the formation of Jose Mourinho come out and I see Cristante uh, playing at the back, which we, we, we knew really ahead of time was probably going to happen, Roma um, in the media, in our media chat, they, they said that is probably going to be the case. Uh, it was either between he or Matic. Um, and when those are your two options, you are going to go with Cristante. Um, I have to tell you, though, I, I mean, I think this is the highest of compliments or a testament to the guy. But when I saw him penciled in at the back, he wasn't even my biggest uh, worry or concern. I was more concerned about no, the No, yet. obviously. No, obviously. I mean, for me, Cristante is now, you know, people are taking notice of him and he's doing well now, not because he necessarily has changed this game. He's essentially the same player that we've known since he joined Roma, um, what, in 2018. So um, he's not, you know, he's he's still that kind of player. It's just that now he, I think he's grown into a leader role. 
um, with along with Pellegrini and Mancini. And more importantly, I think he's uh, he's learned to excel in this version of Roma with Mourinho, with this version of Roma, where everybody is basically everybody's basically doing what Cristante has been doing. Everybody's trying to adapt. Everybody's trying to take on a role that is asked of them that it may not be natural to them. I mean, think of El Shirawi. Um, think of even Spinazzola or Zaleski, who, who, you know, constantly switch between playing on the right, playing on the left, you know. Um, with, with Cristante, the, the fact is, you know, people forget, but uh, he was there in Daniele De Rossi's last season. Very famous quote where De Rossi, on his, in his last press conference, right, 2018-2019, cursed year, really awful. But... Yes. You know, amidst all the criticism, because Cristante was one of the most highly criticized players that season because of how much he cost, because of his transfer from Atalanta with Monchi, you know, one of his uh, main signings. Um, not really the season that we all expected. Daniele De Rossi pointed out that I want 100 players like, like Cristante, a guy who comes from Atalanta, but for Roma is willing to do anything at any time. And I think that over the years, we've seen that really take uh, take form. And, and, and when you have a game like this where he's there and he is quality and he it, it's not even again because you look at that save that he makes last night it's crucial it's crucial but is it spectacular does it go in a highlight reel i doubt it like it's you know and he's that kind of guy he's, he does the dirty work and he does it very quietly you know he, he looks like a less successful clay thompson um it's uh it's <laughs> <laughs> he looks, yeah, he looks, you know, Clay Thompson has that sleepy look and Cristante has that sleepy look and the, and, uh, and the less glamorous features than, uh, than Clay Thompson. And it just, but it works, you know, he's, he's, uh, he seems like, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it, it happens that we finally take notice of it now with, with Mourinho, because with Fonseca, a lot of things were going wrong here with Mourinho, a lot of things go wrong, but it, it, that's the fascinating part about this team and why we continue to believe in them is that despite things going wrong, they find ways to, to give us the little bit of hope. Oh, we've, you know, they, they fail to get a win in four games in Serie A and they go out and they secure a one, uh, one nil win over, over Bayer Leverkusen in the first leg of a, of a Europa League semifinal. It's incredible stuff. Uh, it really is. Uh, I, I just, I can't compliment. I can't compliment the guy enough. It's so, so impressive. But again, just the way he per performs, the way he looks when you look at it through the entirety, it is just so unassuming. I, I just, you know, he doesn't have like the physique of uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. He doesn't have the, uh, like the physicality of a Matic. It, it just, again, just such an unassuming guy that uh, to see him do these crucial things, it is, it, it is kind of funny in a way. Um, before a quick word on the weekend and the second leg, can we just talk about the very quickly how Inter, they go up 2-0 to zero in a uh, Champions League semifinal? And who are the two goal scorers? I mean... <laughs> yep, yep. Two old guys who refused the new Roma contract. <laughs> yeah, one of whom uh, uh, celebrated less than 24 hours, uh, the first European trophy of the club, uh, which is... One, 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 one was, was with it, with us in, in preseason and left. 
And the other one celebrated a conference league title and left the day later. Right. Well, Jekyll is funny because if if we go back in time, do you remember he he tells Jose Mourinho, "Yes, I'm going to stay. I want to be here. I want to play." I'm there you. for you. Yeah, I'm there for you, man. He he does a complete 180 degree turn. Uh, uh, one month and a half later, and Roma are scrambling, losing their shit. Yeah. Um, August 2nd on yes. August 8th we bring in Tammy Abraham so but like that's that gives you a hint you know and so again it's 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 it gives you an idea uh, just about you know how how these players tend to perform how we perceive them because you know the uh Jacob and Mkhitaryan, and they left well they they left on their own terms they wanted to leave they left Jeko had been linked with an exit from Roma for a long, long time. Failed to to switch teams, I think, three times. One, he was in talks with Chelsea. Then he was in talks with the Juventus. And then finally he was in talks with Inter. And Mkhitaryan gets injured in the Conference League final, celebrates with the team driving across the city. The day after, he hands in his uh, his sort of communication to Thiago Pinto AM. I'm uh, I'm going the other way. I'm going to Milan. You know, so it happens. That those are those are the the. That's how it goes. I I'm, I don't regret not. You know, I I don't. I would. I don't. I'm not the type of guy who looks at these 35, 36 year olds and thinks that oh, it would be great to have them on the team. No, that they've done their fair share. Both yes. were excellent for the club. Um, Jeko was a, was a record breaker. Mkhitaryan was our best players in his final season easily, but, uh, you know, we move on and, and, and Inter move on and everybody moves on. And when you see again, a, a team like Roma this year, um, really do it all despite everything going against them. Uh, that's, that's, that's what I cheer for. You know, that's what I, I cheer for. That's what I keep in mind. So sort of the players come and go, but those moments really, when you see a team rally like that, the way they did last night, um, get a result, the very, very important. Uh, and, and now, you know, they give you hope. They give you the belief that, Hey, we may be up to something again this year. Uh, you're like, wow, you know, because you thought, okay, everything's going sideways. We, we were out, you know, with this is done. And instead they give, right. you, they give you something, they provide you with something. So for me, Bologna is very difficult. I mean, Bologna to see, to see Roma get a result against Bologna for me, that's, that's you pack I mean it. that's Come on, man. that's utopia Come no, on, no, 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 pa- no. no 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 I, I mean this. I'm packing in oh yeah oh, I'm packing it in for for Bologna I don't care like I to me it's just at, at this point like it's even it's not realistic to expect the result at this no, point you're, I, 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 I'm I pretty said, sure man, I'm pretty I wouldn't sure, even bring I, them to uh no Romania no I'm pretty to, sure. to, I, I mean to avoid them even choking on a piece of pasta or something I wouldn't I'm, even risk I'm that. pretty no in, in, especially since the, the Stadio Dallara is right next to uh, the Certosa cemetery one of the biggest cemeteries in Italy um where I have some family members so but it's um you know it's just a it's a very very weird thing to have a football stadium right next to a huge graveyard um so there's a metaphor somewhere in there, but <laughs> yes, yeah, we, we don't we don't want any of our players to end up in Certosa Cemetery. So we want to have as many Primavera players out there because honestly, it just doesn't feel realistic 
to ex- to ju- to even expect this team to get you a result in Bologna. Um, they've done it all. I think yesterday cost them a huge a huge amount of energy. They have a an unbelievably important match away from home in in Germany. Unfamiliar environment, you know. In Bologna, more or less, you know what to expect against Bayer Leverkusen. Who knows? It's tough. You, you. That's what you're looking forward to. Not Bologna, unfortunately. You know, like I, I know I said that we are in it for top four, and we're in it. It doesn't mean that the team is not going to get a result against Bologna, or they will not care about it. I'm just saying. The chips are stacked in one direction. That direction is Europa League at this time. Yeah, I, I the fact I, I will have to find a way to to concoct a post match reaction um, is difficult for me to to accept right now because I don't care. I don't care about the match about Bologna, and I, I, it's going to be difficult to pretend because I, there's one objective remaining, in my opinion. When you lead after one leg and you are 90 minutes away from a European final, I, I think it's very clear where uh, priority should be. But uh, we can talk more of that after the match against Bologna and ahead of the return leg to Germany. So that's where we will leave it. We will talk with you after the weekend. Until next time, everyone. Ciao. Ciao.